welcome once again to the Ebone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 244th time on this Friday, August 6th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Heat and Eat Justice. In times like these, based on the rise of unreliable news in recent years, you've got to ask yourself one very important question. Who can you trust? Well, that's where Stakem comes into play. Because, as everyone knows, there's no source more reliable than a processed meat company. They're truly the heroes America never knew they needed. The company caught wind of all the fake headlines flying around, and they took to Twitter to dispel any rumors and be on the front line of journalistic justice. Now, while I admire this, because standing up for what's true and right is always awesome, I can't imagine too many people are going to take a TV dinner company seriously when it comes to social issues. Although I could be wrong, and they might make a very good point, but the way I sit now, I just can't see it happening. They posted a lengthy soapbox-style speech about everything from public confusion about COVID to American distrust of the media. They're trying to get people thinking on the same page, saying that mutually understood language and comparable information should be used in whatever debates on the table. But then, when everyone was least expecting it, they pulled the old bait-and-switch. Say you thought this was about social justice issues, did you now? Well, think again, Skippy. Buy our meats! Yes, that is real, and no, I'm not kidding. And to prove it to you, there's a link in the description to the whole exchange. To me, that seems a little bit weird, because you'd think with all the buzz going on around real conversation about this kind of stuff, an ad for processed steak wouldn't be embroiled in the middle of the whole thing. But I guess you learn something new every day. Frozen steaks are not on my mind very often, but I will admit, I had no idea that this exact scenario would be the reason that they're on my mind for the first time in a while. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Mark. Mark chapter 8, verse 34 says, Then, calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. I noticed particularly in this verse, take up your cross. And I think that's something a lot of people struggle with, especially as new Christians, people that are new to the faith. And the way I see it is the forgiveness of Christ isn't something that makes everything easy. No, but rather it makes life worth living. And what do I mean by that? Well, think about it this way. If Christ has forgiven you, if you have given him your life, well, then there's an eternal reward waiting on the other side. Jesus changes lives by helping people to deny themselves and live for him, his will, his way, his timing. He's the ultimate example of what taking up your cross looks like. He didn't have to serve people, yet he did. He didn't have to love people, yet he did. He didn't have to lay down his life for a sinful world that rejected him when he was on the earth and still rejects him now. But he did. Oh, what a wonderful thought that is, that Jesus took up his cross and set an example for us all. Let's take up our crosses like Jesus today, friend, and live for him. 
as we know, sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. That's why I decided to take it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter and see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is things that are better online. The first response reads, altercations, because everyone gets to see. Yeah, one thing I've got to say about that is I guess the new averting your eyes, whistling awkwardly and backing away slowly is scrolling up or down. It's funny how things change, isn't it? The next response reads, seeing places you want to visit without luggage. You know, I think you have a point. Travel time in this is a breeze. You don't even have to get off your couch, but the bad news is you can't actually feel the sand between your toes or taste the fresh grilled flounder. Although it is 2021, so we might not be far off from that technology. Picture it. In a few years, they have a VR headset. You get off from work, and you're kind of tired. You really think that you need a vacation. Boom! There's that headset right beside you. You can key up any location in the world. The best beaches, the finest restaurants, whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go, right there at your fingertips. You can just go there for an evening and never have to leave your couch. Why are we not funding this? That would be awesome. The third response to the hashtag things that are better online is a bit of a twist. Medical advice isn't one of them. There's another good point. Seriously, you think I'm kidding, but you look up a sore toe on an internet diagnosis website and if you don't choose the right one, you'll end up being told to cut your foot off because it's got gangrene or something. It's ridiculous. That's why in-person doctors are better. I know that's a controversial statement because we're still in the midst of COVID, but you get my point, right? In response number four of four to things that are better online, shopping. Well, not necessarily. I would disagree with that because with online shopping, you think it seems easy, but you go to Amazon and want to order a blanket, and the next thing you know, it's 3 a.m. and your entire living room is on pace to be full of stuff you don't remember ordering two weeks from now. It's a dangerous cycle, so if you're online shopping, I would be careful. This week, the latest escapades of the jean-short and tank-top-wearing, squirt-swilling, hurricane-fighting weirdo that's kept this podcast content-rich for the better part of almost four years now, Florida Man, involves alligators, a mini-golf course, and the roof of a beachside lounge. Curious, right? This man was trying to discipline the alligator, apparently. For what, I have no idea, but according to the police report, he was trying to teach the beast a lesson. When he couldn't put it on the roof, the guy just settled for throwing the alligator against the awning of the lounge by its tail, slinging it to the ground and stomping on it twice. So, as we can tell, this alligator must have done something more than just not finishing its supper. Never mind what the gator did to deserve such a fate, I'm just wondering how strong this dude is. The average male alligator weighs anywhere from 5 to 600 pounds. Sure, that's not a lot when you think of a bodybuilder, but this is just a random guy from the Sunshine State. Safe to say the police arrested him, and it was later found that the alligator was stolen from a miniature golf course. Okay, now I have more questions. Why do you insist on keeping a live alligator at a mini golf course? You know, we probably don't have time to get into that right now. Between Stakem taking the moral high ground and now this, I had no idea that I could pack that much weirdness into one episode. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.